With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You absolutely want to know what's happening in Vikings land. And today we're discussing the potential deals the Vikings could be making as training camp starts. Players who could surprise everyone in the upcoming 2023 season and take a closer look at the 2022 draft class. Plus, we're asking big questions. Who is the best defensive player in Minnesota Vikings history? You'll have to stay tuned to find out. So tune in now for the latest updates and news from the Vikings organization on this, the latest episode of the Vikings Daily Opener. Hey, everybody, it's Dave here. From Vikings First and Skull with your Vikings Daily Opener. This day, Monday, July 24th, 2023. And we are now only 48 days away from the Vikings Week 1 season opener versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, where are we going to start on this journey of what people were talking about over the weekend? Let's start over at the Daily Norseman with my good friend Warren Ludford. He writes, will the Vikings do any deals before training camp starts? There are certainly some opportunities in salary cap space. Well, that's a good question, Warren. And technically, training camp is underway. Rookies reported yesterday. Woohoo! Today, we're going to be discussing the potential moves the Minnesota Vikings could make for 
training camp starts, or actually as training camp gets underway this week. With two open roster spots, now only one because the Vikings signed a backup tight end slash long snapper from Carolina this morning. More on that in later episodes. And over $19 million in salary cap space available, the Vikings have opportunities to bolster their roster. One of the most pressing matters is the contract situation with Daniil Hunter, the Vikings' star edge rusher. There's a contract impasse. And if a deal isn't reached, the Vikings may have to consider trading him. Hunter has been holding out for the offseason program so far this season and is seeking a new contract. Local Vikings beat reporter Darren Doogie Wolfson suggested that the Vikings and head coach Brian Flores want Hunter on the field and are willing to give him a sizable bump in pay this year. However, the issue seems to be about the amount of guaranteed money for Hunter in future years beyond this 2023 season. An extension for Hunter will likely eat into the Vikings' available cap space as he has only a $4.9 million in base salary this year. That isn't much to convert to a signing bonus and push into future years. Still, the Vikings could give Hunter a pay pump this year in the form of a $20 million signing bonus, which could be spread out over the length of the contract. However, this would make Hunter a big cap hit for the next couple years, likely $30 million or more. Hunter would turn 29 later this year, and the Vikings may not want to be on the hook for too much guaranteed money beyond 2024. Another potential deal could be with TJ Hawkinson, the tight end, who the Vikings acquired from Detroit last year at the trade deadline. Hawkinson has a $9.4 million cap hit this season, his last under his contract, and has a $14.4 million market value. He's a top four tight end, and having just turned 26 could be a long-term core player for the Vikings. If the Vikings are willing to sign a longer deal, a five-year, $75 million-ish extension with about $45 million guaranteed, that wouldn't be out of line and would take him to the age of 31. The Vikings could also revisit Kirk Cousins' contract and possibly do a potential extension. Cousins has said he'll look at the contract extension next March, but not before. But maybe the Vikings are willing to revisit the deal they balked on earlier this year. Cousins was willing to take around $5 million discount to his $43 million market value, but he wanted a three-year fully guaranteed deal. The Vikings were only willing to guarantee 2024. Cousins does turn 35, and his longevity may be the main concern for the Vikings. Extending Justin Jefferson is also a priority for the Vikings organization, and there's little doubt an extension will get done. However, it may not be done this season due to salary cap management. 
JJ is a $4 million salary cap hit this year and a $19 million salary cap hit next season. It would make more sense to do an extension for him early in 2024, converting most of his $19 million salary into signing bonus as part of a mega deal extension for JJ that's likely to top the $30 million a year average annual salary range. I think it's going to be well above 30. The Vikings also have two open roster spots to fill. Again, just one as of now. And may consider bringing in veterans to help solidify their roster. They could bring in someone like Kyle Van Oy or Trey Flowers, who are familiar with defensive coordinator Brian Flores' defense to help teach the system to the other players during camp. Overall, the Vikings have potential deals to make before the real season starts. It will be interesting to see what the Vikings front office decides to do in the coming weeks. Thank you, Warren, for that update. And if any extensions come down this week, Vikings first and Skull, as well as Daily Norseman, will be there to cover it all. Our next piece, speaking of Vikings first and Skull, we're going with Tyler Fornis's Vikings players who could surprise everyone in 2023. We are excited to discuss some potential breakout players for the upcoming 2023 season. So Vikings Wire, their staff has highlighted four players who we believe, the writers, could surprise everyone this year. Nose tackle, Kyrus Tonga was Tyler's pick. Wide receiver Jalen Naylor was Judd Zolgad's pick. And who's to question Minnesota's very own sports dad? Inside linebacker Troy Reeder was Kevin Fielder's selection. And safety Jay Ward was selected by Savion Rixon. Tonga, who was claimed off waivers last year, has the size necessary to play nose tackle and can make a massive difference in the running game. While the Vikings signed Harrison Phillips to be their nose tackle, he didn't have the size necessary to thrive there. But with Tonga now on the team, who has adequate size to play nose tackle, meaning he's a big round belly, we could see significant improvements on the Vikings' defensive line. What's more, Tonga has shown promising signs with 10 pressures on 151 pass rush reps last season, which could easily be duplicated, and then some in 2023. It's important to remember that nose tackles like Tonga aren't highly valued in the draft, but they make a significant difference in the running game, especially those who can two-gap in a 3-4 defense. Naylor was a six-round pick in 2022 from Michigan State and was used primarily on special teams. However, he has showed promise in those final two regular season games of 2022, finishing the year with nine catches for 179 yards and a touchdown. With a new season ahead and the second year of Kevin O'Connell calling the plays, Naylor could be utilized more as a wide receiver, making him a player to watch 
during training camp. He's going to be in a battle, I think, for that wide receiver number four spot. I think that's where he sits right now. But that's just Dave. Reader, who was signed in free agency, has the potential to be an impactful rotational inside linebacker for the team lacking real depth. While he played just 62 defensive snaps last season, he has pass rushing ability and special teams prowess. During OTAs, Reader saw significant reps and will likely be the team's third linebacker, giving the defensive coordinator, Brian Flores, an opportunity to pick and choose Reader's spots. Even if the issues that plagued Reader with both Los Angeles teams carries over to Minnesota, he's still an impactful special teams player, and those players tend to be among the most impactful on the 53-man roster, even though they don't get all the glory. Lastly, Ward's versatility and aggressiveness, physical style of play, make him a player to watch in Brian Flores' defense. While there are a lot of questions surrounding the safety position, the backups, including how close we are to seeing the end of Harrison Smith's career, Ward's development as the season progresses will be something for Vikings fans to watch out for. He has the potential to be a versatile safety and a weapon that Flores loves to use. And his aggressiveness, physical style of play could make him an impactful player on this year's defense. Overall, these four players have the potential to surprise everyone in the upcoming 2023 season. We are excited to see how they will perform during training camp as well as the regular season. And may they all four surprise us and knock it out of the park because That will be a great thing for your Minnesota Vikings. From players that could surprise to players that need to prove the critics wrong. Our next piece is written by Judd Zolgad himself. Zolgad, Vikings 2022 draft class will get an opportunity to prove critics wrong. Judd is taking a closer look at the 2022 draft class. Last year, the class received a lot of criticism, but this season, they have the opportunity to prove their critics wrong. With training camp now underway, all eyes are on the six-player class. Head coach Kevin O'Connell's focus will be on the 2022 draft class, which was criticized by many who said general manager Quezia Dofamenza's First draft fell flat. Safety, Lucene only played in three games before suffering a gruesome season injury to his lower leg. Second round guard, Ed Ingram, struggled, but at least saw significant playing time. Second round cornerback, Andrew Booth Jr. and fourth round cornerback, Caleb Evans, were limited to a few games, respectively, due to injuries. Third-round linebacker Brian Asamoa made no starts in the 16 games and played only 119 defensive snaps. 
The rest of the class includes defensive tackle, Eseze Otomoewo, running back Ty Chandler, offensive lineman Vidarian Lowe, and wide receiver Jalen Naylor, along with tight end Nick Muse. All 10 picks remain on the roster, and all will have the opportunity to change opinions about the 2022 draft in the coming weeks. Ingram will be expected to have taken a significant step, while both Booth and Evans are both going to get a chance to see significant playing time in a secondary that has only one sure starting cornerback, and that is free agent Byron Murphy Jr., Evans suffered multiple concussions last season, and Booth has battled injuries since college, some say high school, and that was the reason he dropped in the draft. Asamoah spent last season behind veterans Eric Kendricks and Jordan Hicks and didn't see anything close to significant playing time on the defense until the end of the season. That also could have to do with the presence of former defensive coordinator Ed Donatel. But he has been replaced by Brian Flores. And Kendrick's departure opens the starting job for Asamoa. Chandler suffered a broken thumb in week five and finished the season with 20 yards on six rushing attempts in only three games. But Dalvin Cook's departure should open up playing time behind veteran Alexander Madison. Naylor showed flashes last season, catching nine passes for 179 yards and a touchdown. The assumption has been that Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, and K.J. Osborne will be the Vikings' top three receivers, but injuries and other issues could open the door wide open for Jalen Naylor. Addison, the Vikings' first-round pick in April, missed almost all of the offseason workouts because of an undisclosed injury and didn't help himself in any way by getting pulled over this last weekend by the police driving 140 miles an hour down I-94 in St. Paul. Would the Vikings have liked to have gotten more first-round production from the 2022 draft class? Certainly. And it's easy to point to the production that the Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs, received from their seventh-round running back, Isaiah Pacheco. 830 yards rushing and 130 yards receiving. However, all is not lost for the 2022 draft class. Adolfo Menza made a draft night trade with Detroit that included the Vikings moving back from the 12th to the 32nd position and decided to go with Scene. Scene arrived at training camp behind Harrison Smith and Cam Bynum on the depth chart at safety last summer, and it won't be surprising if he's there again when practice opens up for all of us to see. That will result in the discussion about whether Adolfo's first-ever pick simply isn't starting material. But we still don't know the answer to that question. Just as we don't know how much of the draft class that did very little last season, what it can do this year. One thing we do know is that the Vikings have plenty of incentive to give this group a long look and hope for better results this time. And you're right, Judd. Let's all hope 
they step up. Speaking of stepping up, I need to step up out of my chair and head to the kitchen to grab another cup of coffee. I will be right back after this quick break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for holding on during that break. Now, next, still staying over on Vikings Wire, this time with Sabian Mixon reporting Brian Flores recognized as top five defensive play caller. Sabian reports, as you may know, the Vikings made a significant changes to their defensive scheme this offseason with new coaches and players. There has certainly been a great deal of anticipation and speculation about how the defense will perform this season. But here's the good news. According to Steve Patton, Brian Flores has been recognized as one of the top five defensive play callers since 2016. Flores, who recently joined the Vikings coaching staff as the defensive coordinator, brings a wealth of experience and proven track record of success to the team. Flores' impact on the game is undeniable. His heavy boxes and aggressive, love that word, play style are designed to create uncertainty for offenses, causing havoc and forcing turnovers. He's constantly attacking, whether it's mugged up blitzes in the interior or safety blitz from the C-gap, and he's been doing it at the second most efficient rate since 2016. This is fantastic news for Vikings fans who may have been concerned about the changes being made on the defense this season. Flores' experience and success as a defensive play caller should go a long way in helping the Vikings establish a dominant defense this year. And if not this year, next It's clear that Flores knows what he's doing. His ability to mitigate yards after catch and defend against the blitz are truly impressive. He's a master at his craft, and his impact on the Vikings' defense is sure to be felt this season. Let's hope we keep him after this season. So Vikings fans, have no fear. With Flores leading the charge on defense, we can expect great things from the Vikings this season. Thank you, Savion. And for those that don't know, Savion is not a Vikings fan. That is not a homer take. We appreciate it there, buddy. Our next story is coming from the Daily Norseman. We may have heard it elsewhere over the weekend, but I want to highlight 
Tyler Ireland for posting that Everson Griffin was arrested and charged with a DUI. The alleged incident occurred Saturday afternoon. Tyler Ireland reports former Minnesota Vikings defensive end Everson Griffin has reportedly been arrested and charged with driving under the influence. The alleged incident occurred on Saturday afternoon in Chanhassen, and Griffin was charged with a fourth-degree DUI, which is the lowest degree of DUI in the state of Minnesota. He was booked at 12.41 p.m. Central Time and released one hour later at 1.41 p.m. Central Time. This news comes just days after Vikings first-round receiver Jordan Addison was cited for reckless driving. Addison was caught doing 140 down I-94 in a 55-mile-an-hour zone in St. Paul. Despite Griffin's impressive career with the Vikings, making four Pro Bowl appearances and amassing the fourth-highest sack total in franchise history with 79.5 sacks, his mental health struggles have been well-documented. He has been open about his bipolar disorder diagnosis, and we offer our thoughts and support to him as he continues to fight and raise awareness for mental health. That we do. Our next story comes from the Daily Norseman as well, this time from the Grand Poobah himself, Mr. Christopher Gates. Who is the best defensive player in Minnesota Vikings history? The obvious follow-up to the offensive question. In Friday's Vikings Daily Opener, Chris asked for opinions on the greatest offensive player in Minnesota Vikings history. He truly took a slightly unconventional name in Randall McDaniel. Today, we're looking at and shifting to the focus on the other side of the ball. The Vikings have a storied history of dominant defenses, and we want to know who you think is the best defensive player to ever wear the purple and gold. Alan Page is the popular choice for many fans and widely regarded as the most dominant defender in NFL history. His contributions to the Vikings' defense were crucial to the team's success in the late 60s and early 70s. Page was a nine-time Pro Bowler, a five-time first-team All-Pro, and two-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year. But that isn't all. He was also a key member of the Purple People Eaters defense that terrorized opposing offenses throughout the 70s, helping the Vikings reach four Super Bowls during his tenure with the team. He was also the first and only one of two defensive players selected as the league's most valuable player. Can you name the other one? It's Lawrence Taylor. In 1988, Page was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame as recognition for his incredible accomplishments on the field. And we know he's gone on to make more off the field. Despite Page's impressive record, there are certainly other players who deserve consideration as well, from John Randall to Carl Eller 
to Joey Browder, and even Paul Krause. The Vikings have had no shortage of talent on the defensive side throughout their history. Who do you think is the greatest defensive player in Vikings history? Do you agree that it's Alan Page? That's the top choice of most. Or do you have another player in mind? Chris would like to know, so head on over to the Daily Norseman and post your opinion on who the greatest defensive player in Vikings history was. Speaking of Vikings history, it's that time of the show. We are 48 days away from the season opener, so let's look back in history at all who have worn the number 48. In the team's history, only nine players have ever worn the number 48. While none of them have become household names, there are a few players that, you know, made a notable impact. The biggest one being cornerback Najee Mustafa, who played defensive back for the Vikings in the late 80s and early 90s. Mustafa was drafted by the Vikings in the fourth round, the 100th pick. Thanks, Ted and Drew, for that one. Of the 1987 NFL draft and played for the team until 1991. During his time with the team, he was known for his hard-hitting style of play and the ability to make crucial plays in key moments. He finished his career with a weighted career AV of 27, making him the most productive player in Vikings history to wear the number 48. Other players who have donned the number 48 include Matt Asiata, Matt Sircone, Sammy Johnson, Matt Katula, Zach Line, Blake Lynch, Larry Marshall, and Jim Young. While none of these players achieve the same level of success as Mustafa with the number on, they played a role in the team's history and contributed to the legacy of the number 48. Currently, there are no players on the Vikings roster wearing the number 48. However, if a player were to don the number in the future, they'd have a wide open opportunity to make team history, especially with the new NFL number rules. It will be interesting to see who steps up and takes that challenge in the future. Well, folks, that was it for the history dive. Yesterday, Vikings First and Skull had two old bloggers with Darren and Dave. Minus Darren, because Darren was helped battling doing his thing communication-wise for Canadian wildfires. But I got into it yesterday talking about Jordan Addison is one of the topics. The sweet classic uniforms we got. And also did a quick dive into some of the competitions heading into camp this week. Tonight on The Real Forno Show, Tyler's going to be looking at the state of the Vikings, the inside linebacker position. We have Jordan Hicks and Brian Asamoah. Who's going to back them up? This is going to be an interesting show. He's also going to touch on the Jordan Addison speeding. We'll see how that goes. Also, to let you know, over on the FFSN website, Fans First Sports Network, it can be found at FFSN.app. 
you can find the latest in Vikings writings. We're growing to become the biggest source of news, hopefully, for you during the day and night, 24 hours even. We've now got six writers that have been onboarded, and you're going to start to see articles come out soon. The first two of them were mine. They're already up there. But go check it out. It's going to be a great place to get your daily Vikings fix. Well, folks, this is Dave Stefano from Vikings First and Skull with your Vikings daily opener this day, a Monday, July 24th. Rookies reported to camp last week. Vikings signed a backup tight end slash long snapper today. Is there more to come? We'll find out. And what do we say? Skull Vikings! This has been a Vikings First and Skull production.